Welcome to Monday Sparkle. Last week, my whole neighbourhood had no internet or phone for three days. And because it's a dense urban environment with thousands of people trying to work, study and educate from home, the mobile signal was, to say the least, patchy. Cue lots of stories about teachers conducting lessons from McDonald's car parks and people joining work calls from bus shelters. Some wag even marked themselves safe in the great Deniston digital disaster of 2021. We're back in business now, obviously, but it was an interesting reminder of what it feels like not to be able to work, shop, worship and be entertained via a cable. And it's given me pause for thought. When we talk about digital exiles, we usually mean older people who have not migrated to the brave new world of online living. But we can also include those affected by digital poverty, either by geography or actual poverty. I think there's a third group emerging currently, people who have the technological capacity and the wherewithal, but are just fed up with it. In particular, that affects people who are screened out by numerous work Zooms and family digital calls. You'll have heard it, and you've probably felt it too. The last thing I want to do of an evening or a weekend is look at another screen. And yet, many of us who lead in churches or organisations are dead set on providing hours of content in order to try and engage. It's a vicious circle, isn't it? So the more content that's up there, the more those who are already switched off through circumstance or inclination disengage. So... Short of shutting our laptops and heading off out into the wilderness to howl at the moon, what can be done? Here's a few thoughts. Firstly, remember that everything you're feeling at the thought of another online meeting is what your audience is also experiencing just now. Make sure that anything you do is as purposeful, concise and needed as you can. If you're planning an online event or meeting, you could conduct a bit of market research in advance. Find out whether there's an appetite for it. If you don't sense a desire to connect, then weigh up whether the effort required is actually worthwhile. Make sure you're always thinking about the digitally poor and the exiles. So write letters, make phone calls, send packages, stand and wave as you go for your daily exercise. Be patient with people who struggle to get on Zoom and find the mute button. If you notice people are missing from things, then check in with them. I mean, maybe your time is better spent constructing a network of people who check in with each other. Secondly, remember how people watch these days. Unless you're broadcasting a royal wedding or the Six Nations, it's unlikely that people are sitting glued to your production, taking notes on everything you say. Life is going on round about them, and there are lots of reasons why people will miss something that you say when you only say it once. So, say it twice. Or, say it, illustrate it, tweet it, Instagram it, and then say it again. You get the point. Over-communicate, and don't forget the curse of knowledge. The more you know, the more likely you are to forget what it's like not to know. If you want more on that, then check out Elizabeth Newton's Tappers and Listeners experiment from 1990. Newton conducted research where people were asked to tap out well-known tunes for listeners to guess. Tappers estimated that listeners would guess 50% of the songs. In fact, they got three out of 120 songs. That's 2.5%, one in 40. We all assume that because we know something in our head, then telling someone once will mean they understand it. One in 40 tunes. If you take nothing else from this sparkle, you might want to try Newton's experiment for yourself. It's actually really fun, but it's also really frustrating in equal measure. One more thought. Call me biased, but I think the age of audio is upon us. In my extensive research in advance of this episode, by which I mean I had a conversation with a couple of people, a number of them spoke to me about how they tend to have something on in the background whilst doing something else, effectively listening to online content as though it was a podcast or a radio programme. Maybe there's something in that. See you on Wednesday, where we'll think about how to spark creativity. Foolproof Bites is written, edited and produced by Fiona Stewart for Foolproof Creative Arts. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate and review so other people can join the foolish fun. <laughs>